All scripture is God-breathed. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning. Today we're going to be studying in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 10 through 17. And uh, we will be finishing the chapter today. Uh, the focus in this section is... Um, the Word of God. It's important for those who serve within the church, but also the importance of the Word for every believer on their walk of faith. And so uh, today we will be focusing on the Scriptures, the Word of God. Uh, But before we get into the text, let's go before the author. Heavenly Father, we love you today, and we uh, come once again to study your Word. And we ask, Lord, that you would send your Spirit as teacher as guide, as revealer of the truths and promises of your word. Uh, Your spirit at work within us translates your word into our hearts in such a way that its application has great benefit to our growth in grace. Father, we love you. We thank you for this time of study, and we pray that it would be fruitful uh, and that your word would multiply within us. We love you so much, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, this is 2 Timothy 3, 10 through 17. You, however, have followed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions and sufferings that happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, and at Lystra, which persecutions I endured. Yet from all of them, the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil people and impostors will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you have learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God, the person of God, may be complete, equipped for every good work. So Paul is following up on his warning to Timothy in verses 1 through 9, and we focused on that yesterday, where he was talking about the evidence of godlessness in the last days. And it's clear that we have been in the last days since Jesus' ascension as we await his return for the church. Now, today's focus, Paul is saying um, uh, some really powerful things about the importance of the Word of God for those who believe. Uh, Paul talks in verses 10 and 11 about Timothy following his teachings, his conduct, his aim, his sufferings, his example, um, and that Timothy has closely watched Paul's life. Um, I think we're all in a situation in our walk of faith where there are some who are closely watching our life as an example, an example of faith, an example of authentic discipleship, an example of what it means to be a lover of God, what it means to be a Christ follower. And we may not even know all of the people who are looking to us as an example. 
it's clear in the relationship that Paul and Timothy shared, uh, this relationship of mentor to apprentice, that Timothy very closely watched Paul's life and was taking Paul's lead for an example about how to step into his role as a uh, lead church planter, as a minister to the ministers of the gospel in these churches that Paul had founded, and that Timothy was left behind with great responsibility to see them through, uh, to encourage and uplift them, to keep them uh, focused on the call of the gospel. And so Paul elevates his own example as one that has been a reliable witness to Timothy, and that's true. Um, one of uh, enduring the suffering and persecutions of being a follower of Christ uh, and seeing the hand of God deliver him in every instance. That's a beautiful thing. God is a God of deliverance. He will deliver us from uh, the accuser. He will deliver us from those who seek to trip us up and uh, who seek to diminish our witness. Uh, We will be delivered and rescued from all of the persecutions that we endure for the sake of Christ. Verse 12 is pivotal. He says, Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Paul's not mincing words here. He's not saying, "Eh, It could happen. You kind of need to be ready for it. (laughs) He is promising that it's a package deal. Uh, to be a sincere follower of Christ means that you will face persecution for the sake of Jesus. And Paul says, if you faithfully endure, you will see God's hand of rescue and deliverance from those persecutions. Um, but he, uh, he also creates a, uh, an opposing view. He says in verse 13, while evil people, imposters will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. So he says, you know, the, the difference is clear. Those who are sincerely committed to Christ, you'll see them facing persecutions and challenges and staying faithful to the Lord and enduring these great things, uh, trusting in God's deliverance. But those who are already evil and focused on uh, the enemies and being tripped up by the enemy's snare, um, those imposters will go from bad to worse deceiving and being deceived. So the difference is clear. Uh, Life of faithfulness to Christ or a life of being tripped up by the evil one. Take your pick. But as for you, continue in what you have learned. Don't be tripped up in the way those people are tripped up. Follow my example. Look at how I have persevered through persecution. Um, Continue in what you've learned and firmly believe, knowing from whom you learned it. Uh, Trust that uh, the way that the gospel has been explained to you and modeled for you is a reliable witness because you know the one who you've learned it from. And uh, hold firmly to these beliefs. Uh, Timothy, from childhood, you've been acquainted with the writings of the Word of God, uh, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus. Uh, You have been um, witnessed to faithfully by your grandmother and your mother. You've been acquainted with the Word of God. These have been important things for your journey. Don't turn back now. He's really just pressing in and encouraging Timothy to stay faithful. When the heat is on, Uh, When the persecutions are great, uh, when the challenges before you seem insurmountable, uh, giving up is a real threat. It's a real risk. It's a real 
challenge that one faces in their walk of faith uh, just seems like there's times where the the persecution and the challenges keep rolling in and uh, your peace is challenged, your, your um, sense of God's presence seems to be waning. And Paul is saying, in those moments, hold on, hold firm, stand fast. Uh, you know these scriptures and you trust that they are uh, uh, able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus. Don't give up. That's the message here. And I love what Paul says in verse uh, 16. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Now, this idea of the scripture being God-breathed, the New Testament uh, Greek word for breath or for uh, this idea of God breathing out the word is pneuma. Pneuma, and it means spirit, it means breath. And so the scriptures uh, have been breathed out by the Spirit of God. They're infused with the Spirit of God, and they're profitable. Uh, they don't go out void. They're not useless. They're not wisdom sayings that are general, like a Chinese proverb or anything like that. These are spiritually inspired words of God. All scripture is inspired by the spirit of God, but spoken by the very spirit of God as he spoke these words into existence uh, through the inspiration of God on the hearts of these writers of scripture. And these words are profitable for teaching, for helping people learn what it means to be a follower of Jesus, for reproof and correction, to show someone when they've been wrong, and for training in righteousness. This is what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus. Why? That the man of God, in verse 17, may be complete, equipped for every good work. Our equipping for the journey as his followers, our equipping for the journey as ministers of the gospel and whatever calling to which you've been called, is the Word of God. And if we're not spending time in the Word, encountering the Spirit-breathed, inspired Word of God daily, then we're not equipping ourselves with uh, the nutrition we need as God's disciples. The Word is so essential uh, for our journey of faith, and Paul makes that so clear here. Uh, It's hard to question (laughs) the reliability and the validity of God's Word when Paul affirms that every word of it is breathed out by God, is, is from the Spirit, the pneuma of God. How powerful this statement is. And uh, we can trust and rely on God's Word because it is profitable in all the ways that Paul explains here. And I hope that you experience that in your own journey of faith. I hope that you experience that in your own encounters with the Word and that your hunger for the Word grows deep and uh, that you find great satisfaction as you curl up in the Word of God and the Spirit of God within you goes to work translating it for the benefit of your, your growth and grace. All right, my friends, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to study. Uh, These are powerful and profound teachings from Paul, and they still apply uh, in every way today. Thanks for uh, studying, and God bless you as you continue to consider these words.